Um, this is kind of a taking stock, you know, New Year's kind of thing for us. So we're going to reflect or not, you know, if Kosti and Jesse don't want to. But we're going we're gonna to maybe reflect on one or two things from last year and talk about one or two things for the next year. So, um, Jesse Kostya, what is one show that you're most looking forward to doing in 2021? I wasn't ready for this question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a lot I'm, I, I'm look, looking forward to. I guess right now, just to be perfectly honest, my main sights are on the speed chess championship match that's coming up for me in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like the main thing, like kind of. <laughs> fizzling in my brain that I'll be kind of thinking about. So I'm going to be doing some like training streams, you know, playing um, some more matches. Actually, I just want to thank Eugene if he's still around for, for the match because that was very good training for me. I actually thought the games were like pretty interesting and I can, uh, can definitely take a lot from them. Yeah. Um, I hope Jesse had a good workout as well. <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. I think I did almost 200 or basically 200 push-ups with Kostya. I didn't think I was going to have to do that many Kostya. I thought it was going to be easier than that. But I did that was 20, funny. Like, every time I, every time you lost, I had to do 20 push-ups. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, that was that was always in the back of my mind. Every time I thought about making a good move, I'm like, <laughs> who knows? Um, but, I mean, as far as the dojo goes, okay, there's, there's a lot to look forward to. We're still in the... Um, the planning stages of Ultimate Sensei Season 2. I know people have been eagerly awaiting for that. Um, but basically, we have three coaches that are, like, locked up, and we're looking for one more. And as soon as we get, like, a fourth head coach, um, I think we're just going to pull the trigger and go. Um, have and, you have uh, you picked uh, which students, or are you going to have sort of a, a tournament for a larger group? Yeah, we haven't chosen the, the students yet. Okay. But we have a lot of applications, so we have we have a lot to go through. Yeah. Cool. I know, like, right after playing chess, it's really hard to snap out of, like, a chess match and think about anything <laughs> <laughs> other than the chess. But, okay, Kosti is looking forward to Ultimate Sensei Season 2. Vice versa as well, actually. It's really hard <laughs> to just be, you know, doing the, the stream all day and then go into, like, a match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were doing a much more reflective U.S. chess school show. Um, and then in like 10 minutes, you had to switch into blitz mode. Well, no, towards the end of it, I started warming up. I started just like calculating lines on the board, just like whatever. <laughs> just, I just started to get my brain going. So it was all right. I'm glad at least I had something to do. Cool. And you, Jesse, what are you uh, looking forward to? Well, I think, um, you know, with... With, I, I feel like we have two main mediums, right? We're doing YouTube videos and we're doing Twitch. And right now, um, I kind of like using the Twitch to relax and just hang out. So that it doesn't have to be necessarily relaxing, but like playing some blitz, playing some people, chewing the breeze, you know. Um, and I feel like I, I, mostly I just want more time to do that. A lot of times I don't, you know, have the time and but but now I feel like I have a little bit more time and my tech my tech setup for a longest period was like really terrible and it was aggravating for me to do the twitch because something would go wrong all the time but I think I've kind of figured that out so in terms of a show I, I want to do more videos like one I did uh, recently about Smith I want to do more like really 
intense where, where I have to work kind of hard on it. You know, easier videos too in terms of production. But some nice videos. That's where I want to put like the, the work, and then I want to do the Twitch videos. I want it to be me hanging out mostly. Mm -hmm. I think that's how I imagine. Yeah. Cool. Well, I I mean, I got the sense that that video was a lot of work. So uh, I'm sure people will be happy if you're willing to do more of those. <laughs> um, how about you? What I'm most looking forward to doing. Uh, oh, I didn't prepare for my own question. Um, but that's better because off-the-cuff answers are better. Um, I guess I'm looking forward to running like a weekend tournament. I don't even know if this is going to happen, okay? But if it happens, that's what I'm looking forward to. I want to run like a, like a classical weekend Swiss on Chess Dojo. Uh -huh. And I think that would be a lot of fun uh, if I could ever work it out at home to make that happen. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. And you've been doing like these tournaments, yeah, as well already. You know? We had a huge tournament on Friday, Jesse. I saw some of it. Yeah, it seemed great. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So that, that was that was great and that was encouraging, but I want to do more classical chess, right? I've been doing a lot of rapid chess, mm -hmm. um, which, of course, people enjoy, but um, I'd like to do more classical chess. The problem there is just it takes, you know, 30 times as long. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have to see. All right. Next question. What's one thing that you've learned this past year about streaming or, or YouTube or Twitch? I mean, either just, you know, about, about our channel. Could even be something you learned about Patreon. Who knows? <laughs> uh, huh, good question. Oh, thank you. Let's see. <laughs> um, I feel like I've gotten a better sense of what people are needing in terms of their chess improvement. Because uh, you interact with people enough, like on Twitch and like through YouTube comments, and you kind of get the sense of like the things that are kind of like missing from the general uh, population. Mm. um so yeah i'm excited i feel like there's just like so much i'm very excited about youtube as well like jesse is i feel like there's so many more lessons we could be putting out and so many more things to talk about um that yeah there's uh <laughs> there, there's a lot to to do actually <laughs> i guess that's that's what i've learned is that there's a lot to do there's a lot to be done all right um, you don't mind if I push you a little bit. So you said that one thing you are able to learn is about what people are looking for, what people want, right? When when you're interacting with them. Can you give us like one or two concrete examples of something that you were hearing from people that that they that they wanted or that's like missing out there in a general chess content world that's like teeming with stuff, right? I mean, there's videos about, you know, whatever the cockroach Zuckertor gambit and there's there's videos about how to win king and pawn against king and knight there's all kinds of stuff so mm, mm. what what what's needed well uh i mean it's clear that it's really confusing how to apply the rules and the principles because uh one of us will show a position on uh you know a board and like there will often be like three or four different comments highlighting like aspects that you would you could find in like a book like oh bishop pair like pawn structure like but i mean the real 
the real problem is, of course, like uh, evaluating all these factors together and, and figuring out what's like the most important in the position, like getting to the truth of the position. And then this is where I think people get really confused and they have a really hard time like figuring out what to do, like choosing one plan over another when both feel, you know, kind of uh, thematic. Um, I'm been thinking about doing a video uh, soon just on like um, psychological aspects that I think are really important. Uh, one of them being optimism. Like a lot of times, you know, we uh, put a puzzle on the board, we show the solution, and then there'll be someone in the chat that's like, oh, I would have never seen that move ever. And it's like, well, yeah, like, with, like not with an attitude like that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, like, so there's, I think there's a couple of important things when it comes to um, like just attitude and chess psychology. Optimism is one of them. I think having a good sense of danger is like another. It's very important and often, um, often missing. So, yeah, I mean, so many things to talk about. I mean, my God. <laughs> cool. Jesse, what's something you've uh, that's been revealed to well, you I've this year? A, I mean, I've learned a lot. I mean, let's just back it up and say, you know, we started this thing around right as COVID was starting. And I want to admit that I was mostly curmudgeonly about it, i.e. I thought, oh, man, you know, this is going to be a lot of work and this isn't necessarily going to go anywhere. And then I feel like you guys were the visionaries who saw like that there was potential. And, you know, the thing that's maybe a lesson is just at first, it just seemed like, right, we were just uh, talking almost to no one in the, in the sense that like there we at the very beginning, we no one knew our site, either Twitch or the YouTube. So it's just like, you know, we didn't really have that many people listening. And the growth has like been steady and it is just gratifying if somebody out there cares. It makes me want to do more if I feel like, oh yeah, somebody's gonna, you know, be into this video that I'm making on the stream. And it just makes it so much cooler. And I think, you know, I would like as a dream, you know, I I, I would wanna just if it were possible for us to keep growing such that this would be like the only thing I'm doing, oh man, that would be great. You know, that would be like the dream. And then I would have total time to like do videos and streaming and do this, all the other stuff. Um, so anyways, that's my long answer. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, how about you, David? Hmm. Something I learned I guess I learned this idea that somehow like your Twitch channel helps grow, grow your YouTube channel and your YouTube channel helps grow your Twitch channel, which I didn't necessarily come into this knowing. Um, so that was a little bit of a surprise to me, I guess. Um, it's an interesting concept. I mean, I don't know for sure if it's true, but... I mean, people have been saying it, <laughs> including the two of you. So, <laughs> so that's maybe one um, big thing that, that I learned was that it's important to go back and forth between the two somewhat. But um, I think it's worked out somewhat well for us that, you know, like 
when I've been streaming, Jesse's been making videos or whatever, you know, like, like having multiple people also helps you cover different things, right? If we were just one person and had to somehow like adapt to every new thing that we learned and add every feature just by ourselves, it would be, it would be harder than with a little group. So, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, we could, we can never do what Jesse does <laughs> and, uh, and David's been killing it with like the late night streams, probably yeah. responsible for like half our followers who just join in in the middle of the night <laughs> <laughs> from who knows where. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is pretty cool about YouTube and, and Twitch. I think we all learned a lot about thumbnails as well. That's right. Yeah. And we got to mention DM Hokey out there who has been helping us massively doing stuff with the video editing and uh, the thumbnails. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. so many people have been yeah. really helpful. I mean, we, we have Mitch, uh, AC, or, or mods in, in the dojo, and mm -hmm. um, we had uh, Laurent as well as uh, Jeff helping out with Lee Chess. I, I'm terrified I'm going to forget someone, but we had... <laughs> yeah, actually, a number, uh, especially towards the end of the year, we had a number of people volunteering for us, um, which has been really, really awesome to see. Um, Ganesh, who, who came in and set up this, like, amazing bot and... Uh, 17 has been helping us out as well. So shout out to everyone cool. who's supported. All right. Yeah. My Fine next question. As well, with a lot of uh, <laughs> layouts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right. My next question for you guys. When can the viewers play a sensei? Because a day doesn't go by that somebody says, hey, David, let me play you a 20-minute game now in the middle of the lesson yeah. you're teaching. Yeah, we need a command for that because, like, I mean, even if we had regular shows, that's still going to happen. It's like, <laughs> like, oh, wow, you're doing a, a lesson on Korchnoi with special guests. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can I play a 10-minute game? <laughs> right. Can I play a 10-minute game with your, uh, <laughs> with your guest lecturer? Can you just stop him, please? <laughs> um, well, uh, I try to solve this issue partly with the... Uh, the educational speed run that I was doing, mm -hmm. and, and David, you're you're playing viewers as well. No. Um, oh, you weren't you weren't taking challenges during your uh, your stream. No. Um, I was trying to collect data. Partly, you know, I was trying to make it a little scientific. Like, is it possible to you know win within twenty moves against players in this rating category, this rating category, etc. And during one of my very few first shows, I started playing some viewers and suddenly just lost, lost, lost as if they could read my mind. And I was afraid that it might pollute the data. So I started mm -hmm. only playing randoms. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, well, Jesse's been playing subs uh, mm -hmm. recently. So that, that's been cool. I definitely, yeah, there's a couple things I feel like we should try to do regularly, which um, we've been, I think, pretty good about. But yeah, playing folks analyzing games and i guess hosting tournaments where folks can come in and play and uh we comment on their games um so those are kind of like our three core aspects of our stream and um, also the brutal yeah. fights we got going on <laughs> we got fights. the matches now yeah. <laughs> uh yeah and then of course we want to do all kinds of like um collaborations and like sub battles and stuff mm -hmm. but um yeah, I think that all comes kind of second after the, the fundamentals. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I think for me, I think if I was, if I had my schedule more figured out and I could announce when I'm going to play the subs, you know, but honestly, I usually just get on. I'm just relaxing, you know, talking to people at the same time. Um, but that would be, you know, if that's something people want to do for sure, you know, I, I mean, I honestly, I just kind of enjoy it as a relaxing thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had the league as well, the streamer battle league. Yeah. But then that kind of ended and we haven't really done anything with that. <laughs> the season ended as my as my kids' school ended, and so I didn't set up a second season for that yet either. Yeah. Yeah. Um it would be cool to hear from the chat what kinds of tournaments you guys specifically enjoy. Oh yeah, but have... that that's later in the show. I've got a oh. slide for that. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right so when can viewers play a sensei basically you could follow the twitch stream alerts which 67 percent of you do and then you'll find out when when you get an alert saying that jesse's going to say rude things or it might come as an alert of whatever show you already saw yesterday by costia or, or me and then you know that jesse's playing viewers um <laughs> so, <laughs> hey come on take it easy <laughs> Um, so that could be a way to, to play a sensei. Um, but on top of that, I, I think we should pick one day a month that's just like play the sensei as the show. Mm. Um, and, uh, and try and come on together. Um, and yeah, what if we did a show where we play folks, but like we, we got to do like challenges or something. Like we can't move our rook until move 40. I don't know. Like that's <laughs> fun. Stuff. That's can't fun. Cancel. Here's yeah. what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. We'll have like a list of like challenges in mind. And basically, you know, if, if Mitch is playing you, Kostya, then Jesse or I gets to throw out like a suggestion, right? Like actually, yeah, I saw a really cool format where um they they brought in gamers and then they had like a list of handicaps with mm -hmm. like points. Yeah. And then the harder handicaps had more points attached. So they would kind of like bid. They'll like, I'll take this handicap and this handicap yeah. and this handicap. And then if they won, they got all the points. So we can do fun. that. That would be, be really fun. That would be yeah. spicy, as they say. Although I would say the first step would just be to initiate such a thing, just so that we can get those Redeema games um, sort of contained to one place. I, I like... I know Jesse likes to hang out. I also like to hang out, but I like to sort of have like a like a focus. Like I come on and I sort of have some kind of a plan for what we're doing usually, even if that plan we're just hanging out. So Yeah. All right. Uh, that would be fun. Prediction time. Uh for Twitch and YouTube. How many oh, followers will we have in December twenty twenty one? Oh, all right. I'll go with um, more followers than the then price of Bitcoin. What? <laughs> so I have to go do some research to even understand your answer. <laughs> Whatever Bitcoin is going to be in December 2021, we're going to have more followers than that. One Bitcoin is currently $36,000, Kostya. That's right. One Bitcoin. Yeah. So down, if it was 36,000, we would need 36,000 followers to beat it. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Because that's like, that's, you know, it's like a two-pronged prediction. You know, we could go up, it could go down. I don't know. Right. There's two ways we could get there. <laughs> right. 
Jesse, do you have a, a weirder or more variable prediction than Kostya? Maybe four or five variable? Well, uh, let's do two things. Let's do a two prompt. So uh, YouTube, we've currently got 5,700. Mm-hmm. And um, we've had a pretty good growth rate. It's weird. It stagnates sometimes and then it, it grows. Um, you know, definitely the number is important like we the more subscribers we have you can just see it in the numbers the more uh we get our our videos out you know our our current videos are just getting way more play than our older videos did just because the subscriber number mm-hmm. so i would love to see that i mean a great goal would be 50k 50k subscribers on youtube would be amazing and then i know for you david you're talking about uh twitch that you told your wife we needed 10k right 10k followers so those are my those are my two 50k subscribers on youtube might be too much it's possible though and let's say that and then 10k on you know, that I mean, 50K is a high number, 30 to 50K on YouTube. Wow. And let's get your 10,000 on Twitch. That okay. could be a goal. Yeah, All YouTube's right. brutal, guys. Man, the way YouTube works, it's like, if you're doing well, YouTube just loves you. It's like, oh, here, yeah. have everything. We'll push your That's videos right. to everyone. And yeah. as soon as you, like, release a couple of duds, it's over. <laughs> so- yeah. <laughs> so you guys got to support us on YouTube. You got to smash that like button. I know a lot of people say it because it's very important, but it is. You got to trick the computer <laughs> and then like watch the video actually. Don't just, you know, pretend. Like, yeah. All right, Kostya, if, if, if they keep serving me certain videos in my suggested, just nonstop at the top of the list, is there any way to make those go away? Like I never click on them. Is it better to click on them and press that I don't like it? or to not click on it, or is there just no defense? Like, those are gonna be my top three suggested videos for the next five years, no matter what I do. You mean your current suggestions when you log yeah, into YouTube? Yeah, my current suggestions. Well, well no, once, once I click on a video on the right, you know, it's got like suggested videos, right? So I'll yeah. be watching, you know, some like music video and it's still suggesting me the same stupid chess videos that I'm never gonna watch. Hmm. I think you just gotta, yeah, watch more videos that you're interested in and then YouTube will be, will kind of, learn i don't have time to watch more i'm watching a lot of videos and it keeps suggesting this stuff to me (laughs) well you're watching chess videos no no i'm watching like music videos and stuff like that and it keeps serving me these like you know how to play 1e4 videos i'm like dude i know how to play 1e4 also i don't click on like chess videos (laughs) well you watch my video so it knows that you did i do watch jesse's videos there you go and that's so it knows you a little bit I guess you could have like a separate YouTube account and then just don't touch any chess videos on it. I mean, it's kind of cool, David. You By looking at those videos, you know who the algorithm thinks uh, are comparable to us, right? I guess so. That's because the same people are watching those videos that are watching our videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, my prediction is... Um, 14,000 on YouTube and 15,000 on Twitch. Okay, good. I'm going to blast that out of the water. <laughs> really? <laughs> I've noticed that even so. as like the, even as we've had like faster and slower growth in different months, our Twitch minus YouTube has been like 1,000 for like five months in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, somehow. 
But so. I think YouTube uh, uh, rewards growth more. Than, I don't know. I would like if you hit a certain point in YouTube, it'll just like force grow you. Whereas on on Twitch, not. I don't know if I'm. I'm not sure, but that's what it seems like to me. All right, question question to the two of you before we move on. If you hit fifty thousand viewers on YouTube, like Jesse would like to do, uh, are you gonna post a self congratulatory tweet? Just yay or nay to each of you. I was gonna post it at ten k. At ten k. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Uh, what guest? If you if you could pick one guest, who would you like to bring on for a chess dojo show? I mean, it could be for a dojo talks like this, but it doesn't have to be. It could be like someone to come on and do guest commentary with you one day while you analyze a match or who knows what, anything you're thinking of. Um, well, I guess, yeah, like my dream guest would be Kasparov. Okay. That yeah. would be like, I, I it's like if Kasparov came on the dojo one day, that would just be like, that would be it. We could just end end the <laughs> end the show right there. <laughs> I see. Yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't be your chance yeah. to like post like a clickbait on YouTube with a little picture of him and go for a hundred k. Oh no, no, of course, of course, we'd milk it. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Gary said what? <laughs> um, you know, actually, it gets a little bit of, of my philosophy on this is that I think that people enjoy the stuff that we produce that we ourselves enjoy. And I just want to say, of course, it'd be great to have Casper on the show, but would I personally get something out of it, you know, having Casper off talk? Cause that's what he would do. He was, it wouldn't be a conversation. Like, was it really cool when I got to have uh, dinner in St. Louis with Casper off? Yeah, it was, but you know, it was more like a fan thing, you know, sure. I mean, it's great. Um, anyways, I'm just trying to say like with the guests, I honestly, you know, having Eugene on and doing our little talks and stuff where we have kind of like a, a mutual understanding of what's going on and what we're talking about and we have some common questions. Honestly, to me, that's golden. You know, maybe it's not like in terms of making our numbers or whatever, it might not be the, the best strategy. But I, you know, I those are the guests that I enjoy the most. Yeah. I think we've had a couple re requests for Yermo. I think that would be like an awesome oh, guest yeah. for us to have. Yeah, would be Yermo. Yeah, let's get Yermo. Right? Yeah. But um, if I'm going to pick like a dream person, and ho hopefully this doesn't like mean Yermo won't come on because I said this, but I want Dubov on our show, as many uh -huh. people in chat are guessing. Um, probably I need one of you that, to be there with me so I don't get tongue-tied, or in case I get tongue-tied and can't speak in his presence. <laughs> but um <laughs> but i want I, I i would that would be my like dream guest would you have to have daniel dubov on our show um hopefully he speaks english i don't even know for sure if he speaks yeah, russian then we, is, uh, then we is totally fine yeah okay otherwise we really need uh <laughs> i would really need help um but um not only is he my chess hero now but i've heard that uh, I, I've seen some like quotes of his from interviews and it seems like he gives really awesome interviews. Like he really just like says absolutely whatever. None of this like, you know, well, I did my best and they did their best and, you know, we played their game or something. Um, I think he'd, he'd have very interesting things to say about whatever topic or show we had. <laughs> I feel like he's, he's somewhat of a contrarian. I don't know. I think when I, when I watch his interviews, it's yeah. like, 
in his brain he knows the like basic answer that like Vichy would give right. and then he gives the opposite of that right he's like <laughs> like whatever they actually no i think he played quite terrible <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, you recently played a fantastic game. Everybody like loves this. What does it feel like to play so well? No, actually, it was terrible. You know, I played much better games when I was twelve. Yeah, nothing special, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. And this is the last question I have, guys. Oops, maybe I should have had some more. But this is a question where it's an opportunity for us to listen to the chat. So, um, you know, Kosi was asking, was starting to ask earlier, what kind of tournaments you guys would want us to organize, right? What kind of format, time control or whatever. Um, but in general, I mean, what, what events or shows or what, what should we, what should we bring that we haven't yet? Yeah. Maybe while people are answering, I'll just kind of review what we've got going on so far. So we have these super long time control events, these 90 plus 30s, the round robins. These are very close. They're just every once in a while, like every couple of months, we'll open them up and then people sign up. We put them in groups and they, they go and they play um, once a week. So currently we have like, I think three groups going on, including a master section, which is pretty, pretty strong. Um, then we have the, the ladder. So the ladder is seasonal. Basically, the month uh, each season lasts uh, about two months, and uh, the fourth season just started at the beginning of this month, January. People are often confused about the ladder, but you can actually like it's the most flexible tournament. You can literally join in at any point, <laughs> and because as soon as one season ends, then the next season basically just starts uh, right after, uh, and basically you look up who else is on the ladder and you can send them a message or you can post in the channel saying that you're looking for a game and then people just go off and they schedule games whenever they want to with a minimum time control of 45 30. so we have the 90 30s and then we have the 45 30 uh, ladder games which can be longer i've seen people play like 60 30 by agreement um so that one is is currently open to uh everyone and and then we have like these weekly rapid events that david has been doing um basically once a week it's like 15 plus 5 or 15 plus 10. we just had a huge one on friday of course but usually on sundays they're like around four rounds or so um yeah let's see am i missing something i i'm gonna try and do one tomorrow unless i get vetoed i have to ask for permission tonight i think we had the most requests for classical stuff um a couple requests for free private lessons and some people who just want to see Jesse do push-ups all day. <laughs> Those have been the big ones so far. And Mitch also asked about our Sunday night fights, which we haven't been doing recently. And I think a lot of it was it was really it was kind of it was kind of late, and then I couldn't sleep at night afterwards. But also it was like a weird time of day, so I had students who wanted to do it, and then they were just knocked out because they it was like. You know, on the East Coast, you started it. If you did a game, it'd be like six o'clock, and no one wants to do it. You know, that late. So if we did something like that, I feel like it should be a different time. You know, it should be a different time that we could do it. Yeah, kind of tough to find a good time there, but maybe just earlier so that um, yeah, more people can participate. Bubba Tuff wants to have a French thematic winnower tournament. <laughs> <laughs> No, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, uh, we do need some, yeah, better uh, 
rewards with the dojo gold because we decided yeah to take off the uh play the sensei because yeah we're just gonna have like a dedicated show for that um but yeah we'll have to think of like some good rewards as well Kosia, actually, since I'm not totally clear on it, I'm sure there's people out there who are also not clear. Tell us about the Dojo Gold and how it works. Oh, Dojo Gold is very simple. It's just the way Twitch rewards um, viewers for spending time on the channel. So um, you don't have to buy or spend anything. You just get gold automatically just for watching. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and then you can redeem that gold for rewards that the the channel sets so a lot of channels will do like random stuff like play a game against a streamer or like do a puzzle battle or if you redeem like a thousand gold you can force the streamer to <laughs> drink some water uh, -huh. uh you know people always want like some really good stuff to redeem yeah um speaking of which jesse and kostia i promised like a million hours of prizes at the tournament I ran on Friday. Uh. So if you guys, if either of you wants to do any like, you know, free lessons or game analyses or something like that, <laughs> you can help me work out, work off my uh, tournament debt. I do need students for uh, diagnose your chess. Right. So people can. And I figured some of the people could maybe um, get their game into Jesse's monthly uh, game review show. Right. Because that's part of what, what we owe are some some people getting spots on those game review shows hmm, it sounds like actually a lot of people just want to redeem their stuff for um lessons i'm cool with giving out lessons but they would have to be streamed so that others can benefit from them as well so yeah if someone like collects like i don't know hundred thousand gold or something we figure it out and wants to redeem it for like a one-hour lesson and then we just stream it and then that's like fun for everybody that's not a bad idea actually um, I, I should mention this show. So, you know, the show, I've been doing this show long before the Chess Dojo started, but we've just moved it from chess.com to here to begin the new year. And so if you go to the Discord and you can submit a game on, um, it's called the Monthly Game Analysis Channel. And basically the idea is to have people deeply annotate their games I will not look at your game. <laughs> it's deeply annotated. I don't care how many points you give. The idea is the whole idea I had for years ago was to really encourage people to deeply analyze their games because I believe that's the way it should be done. And then I then think I don't just give you like my spot reaction. I really do think about what you said, sleep on it, you know, a night or two, and then I'll do the show. Anyway, so I'm going to do that next wednesday it's always usually going to be the last wednesday of the month and it'll go as long as it goes and that'll be the tw so 27th of this month at four eastern will be our schedule cool i'm just reading the chat um a lot of good suggestions um so okay we'll have to come up with something and then we'll we'll figure it out um, another, like, just really obvious question. I think there's two obvious questions I have uh, that for you guys that maybe the community would be into is, A, should we be doing our own coverage of stuff like the Tata Steel Tournament? It'd be a lot of work. Or like some kind of, I don't know, 
I mean, when we did the candidates, we began, in fact, Chess Dojo was, began with doing the candidates, which I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, of course, these tournaments, I'm surprised they're even happening, first of all. Uh, so we got that as a, I got that as a question. And also, um, I think one of the cool things going forward is like, we're going to start playing tournaments again. I noticed they're even in Charlotte now, they're playing a GM tournament. Mm -hmm. And Kosia and David got to go for their GM titles, dude. I know, I know David's a little reticent on that point, but I know in deep in his heart, he wants to actually go for it. And to me, I think part of the beauty of the dojo is not just that we're training uh, other people, but that we're kind of going for it ourselves. And I have a less uh, beautiful goal in that I want to try to win the U.S. senior, or at least play in the U.S. senior, uh, you know, once I get a touch older. But anyways, you know, following out those goals kind of like in real time for people to watch and be part of um, and to like force myself to share the progress and that kind of thing and maybe help train Coaster David as well, you know, to try to reach those goals. I think that's a cool part of what I would like to see as a fan anyway. Can I pay you with Dojo Gold for lessons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, so, yeah, on the question of like Tata Steel and stuff, yeah, a lot of people are mentioning that like just it's being done by so many people that, yeah. Um, but actually for me, my feeling with streaming is really just that I only want to stream stuff that I would be doing anyways. Uh -huh. uh, to me, I think that's kind of the, the recipe for success. So that's why I like training on stream. Like if I was just going to be training, then I can just go on stream and do it. Or like, um, or I mean, I really like coaching as well. So I'm like, if I'm going to do some coaching anyway, then I might as well stream it. Cause I think that would be awesome. Um, or if like, there was some like one really interesting game in Tata Steel that I wanted to analyze, like a King's Indian or something, then I would want to stream just me going through that game with like a database and and and, and going over it. Um, so yeah, I generally don't like doing stuff that's just like strictly for an audience. Fair enough. If Dubov were playing, I would want to stream Tata Steel live. Well, yeah, if you were like super into it, I mean, I think that would be much more interesting than just like, you know, the two of us like, oh, it looks like another Berlin. Well, yeah. players are tired after two rounds of Berlin's. Yeah. <laughs> I would only watch his game. Someone would be like, dude, go to Magnus's game. And the Dojo channel would tell them like, he doesn't care. <laughs> well, when we started this show, I mean, we started the channel we did little YouTube videos like move of the day and stuff. And those were mm -hmm. kind of cool. And I can those imagine were fun. reinvigorating something like that. Well, yeah, I mean like the candidates, like such an interesting event. Like I was, just, we were going to follow it anyway. Mm -hmm. So why not give, you know, our take on, on stuff. Whereas Tata Steel, it's like, okay. <laughs> I might do like a most instructive games from Tata Steel. Like that would be an interesting video for me. Um, I think it would be really fun when OTB resumes to also follow some of the tournaments from people in the dojo. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Some of our oh, yeah. disciples. Um, I've that got a question the for the community. Yeah. <laughs> We've once or twice had some dojo members other than the three of us, um, come in and like host a show, right? Notably, um, Mitch and Vishnu covered, um, the Kosia versus Jesse. 
Um, do you guys do you guys um, want to see some more um, people from the rest of the dojo on air on the channel, um, or don't care, or don't want to see it, and uh, <laughs> just want us to to be here every minute? Yeah, there was a dream of one day having um, students stream on behalf of the channel. For example, like like Vishnu will do a stream where he's like training, or like Mitch is like studying something. Um, and yeah, if someone just wanted to like come on the channel, uh, and then just like train and like have the community watch you and like work with you, like that might be definitely something we could try. Cause when you stream on your own, it's like, okay, you don't have a lot of viewers, so it can get kind of boring and lonely. You only have like one or two people watching, but if someone was to stream from our channel, then for sure they would get at least a couple of viewers and people hanging out and could be more of like a community vibe. <laughs> Yeah, and I think people are mentioning videos, and uh, we have the video channel on the Discord. If you want one of us to make a video, or just a suggestion, put a um, put uh, tag us, you know, tag us in that channel or even in the general, and totally, yeah, we'll, whenever someone tags me with something, I'll definitely take a look. Cool. Sounds like generally people are favorable towards us bringing more more viewers on. Um, Jesse, when you do your game review show, mm -hmm. would you ever want to invite the people whose games you were reviewing onto the show with you? And I ask this because I'm considering doing it with my game review show. A lot of people, uh -huh. so I did a show, by the way, I crowdsourced like the whole prize structure for the tournament. Like I did a stream where, where I asked people what kind of prizes should we have and who should they be for? And we figure out the prize structure together, you know, what are some prizes people would like and stuff. So a lot of people were saying like, yeah, I'd love to have my game analyzed on the show, but like, I want to come on the show and like mm -hmm. talk to you about my game. Yeah, we could easily have a voice channel just ready to go. They would just pop in. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, I think it actually be really simple to, to set up. We would just have a role um, that's like, uh, you know, um, stream participant or something. Mm -hmm. The channel would be locked to anyone with that role, and then you would just assign it to whoever you want to join you. Yeah, and I think from from my show, I want to say it's a conversation with the notes that you've kind of thought about. You know, hopefully you've written some annotations out, and that's the conversation. I'm happy to do. I can imagine this other show too, but for the monthly show, it really is about the annotations. Yeah, it's always a risk when you invite new people onto the stream, but you know. <laughs> can't can't live in a cave your whole life no <laughs> but but we have hit some milestones recently like having an occasional crazy person come on so i think it's mm -hmm. a good sign for our popularity <laughs> <laughs> no in general the people one of the coolest things too actually one of the things we've learned is we, we've got like the people who are part of the community are cool like these tournaments we're running i mean everybody has cheating problems but i think like our tournaments are the most cheat free of anything out there you know otherwise it would go anywhere else i mean you don't want to play a classical game no way not even a chance to get a normal game there you're going to have someone cheating against you we just have a bunch mostly of cool people that's my experience anyway, you know? yeah i feel like our numbers would be better than like uh classical league on one of these sites with just a bunch of random people 
Because you do, like, you know, it's a whole thing. You got to, like, when you play in, uh, like, the ladder event or something, you know, you got to connect your Discord with, like, your chess.com or your Lee Chess. And then if that account, like, ends up closed for, like, fair play stuff, it's like, you know, then you got to close your Discord too. You know, it's like a whole thing. So there's a whole, like, a couple more uh, barricades in the uh, in the process, at least. Yeah, if somebody really wants to invest in the community, then they're really risking something if they if they go and cheat. But I mean, most of the people who cheat are people who've been in the in the you know who've been in the community for only like three or four days. They come play one tournament, like beat everybody, think ha ha ha, I'm so cool. Then they're gone. <laughs> then we never see them again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we've we've banned a few people. Actually, what usually happens is their account gets closed and then they leave. Like, we don't really have to ban them. But I think I, I had to ban a couple just in case it wasn't clear that they weren't welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's, that's all I've um, got as far as questions. Um, anything else you guys want to do today? Well, yeah. Let me remind folks to check out our Twitter because we put up a poll for the next book for the book club. We got oh, four yeah. options on there. Mm -hmm. Um so that's that's on our Twitter and our Twitter is twitter.com chess underscore dojo. FYI. Um and yeah, obviously guys, uh subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. You're gonna have tons more videos. Um you know, YouTube is actually very competitive because we see which of our videos are like the best of the last ten, you know, and you always wanna <laughs> you always wanna get the number one spot. So we're trying to we're trying to work our way up. <laughs> I'm glad you admitted it. <laughs> That's the motivation. Um, wait, wait. You guys want your videos to have more views than the other person's video within um, the same channel? Dude, I mean, it's funny that Costa says that because I've, I've had an inferiority complex with Costa because <laughs> he's always crushing on the video. So now I'm like, oh, got to get number one. Oh. Got to get number one, man. Yeah. Really, I never knew. Was yeah. It's great. Hey, you got to get in, into the uh, the YouTube. Um, okay, good question from the chat. How can we support the dojo more? Well, actually, like the easiest way to support the dojo that I think people just forget because it's like it, it's kind of a pain. But um, if you like purchase stuff on Amazon at any point, mm. you can literally go through our affiliate links, do your regular shopping. It costs you the same amount of money, and then we get a little bit out of Amazon's pocket. So that's like literally the easiest way you could support us. Like if you already shop on Amazon, which statistics say you do, um, <laughs> if you visit the site through one of our affiliate links, which you can find on like um, in the uh, the dojo guide, there, there's some links there. Uh, you don't even have to buy chess stuff. You can buy like normal stuff, but it'll still count you as an affiliate because you went through our link. So that's like the absolute easiest way that you can literally not change anything about your life, but then help the dojo out a little bit. Yeah. Um, in addition to like, you know, the Patreon, yeah, subbing and all that stuff. I have another suggestion. Mm. I think it would be cool to go to other channels that have too many viewers and be like, hmm, yeah, not really learning anything here. I think I'm <laughs> gonna go back to Chess Dojo Live. Peace out, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be hilarious. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think I totally understood what you just said. I'm going to have you explain it deeper just so that people also get it because I'm not sure I got it. So there's 
I know that we have the affiliate links for like we got the books that we link to uh, right. when we do a video, for example. We always link to those Amazon links. What are we talking about with you, what so, you, you just said? Here's the thing. Amazon, Amazon is a genius. Amazon knows <laughs> that if you visit Amazon to look at anything, whether it's a Gelfand book you're never going to buy or whatever, there's a chance you might look at other stuff and then buy it. Or it'll remind you like, oh, yeah, I was going to get more Swiffer pads and then you buy those. So if someone uses our link, okay, then, but where's the, where's the link? How do you well, get it? Well, we have lots of like affiliate links to like a specific book or something. Like you always. Oh, so you so you just use that as your gateway into Amazon. Literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we have like probably a generic link as well somewhere we right, can find right. one. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, you can yeah like link it to Amazon's homepage. So if they just go there through that link and then go and like buy something, um, then Amazon will still kind of counter. I mean, the the commission is like very little it's like three percent or something but right. it's i mean it's better than nothing for by by far so well right and there's patreon <laughs> let's just list all the ways and you guys can help me mm -hmm. if i if i we got patreon we've got uh twitch subscriptions we've got just watching our videos uh it's a big deal um and we have people helping out if you have any kind of special skill any kind of tech skill oh my god we can you can definitely help out yeah you know? did i miss anything actually you know what would be awesome would be like like what 17 was saying he's inviting people to our tournaments um inviting people to like play in our tournaments is huge and yeah. similarly maybe if you know somebody like if you're like a mod in another channel or you know a mod in another channel like if you could help us like set up like sub battles or matches um that could be awesome <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of times it just takes yeah one person to reach out and, and set it up there's tons of channels that we probably don't even know about that would be interested in um sub battles and yeah people want to play under the banner yeah two questions here what am i missing by not being on discord I think the thing with Discord is that's where the tournaments are organized and that's also where the community is just talking in the various channels, right? Talking about whatever it is you want to talk about. There's different channels you can talk about stuff. Um, and then we also had a qu question that's kind of interesting. Steve wants to be blunt. What number of subs makes it self-sustaining? And I think David knows more about that than I do. So tell us, David, what is a self-sustaining sub? Well, I mean, it, it, it depends. Um, it, it depends on what each sensei's goal is, right? But I think the kind of like, you could think of this question partly, Jesse, in terms of like, what kind of income would we need to make for you to not have to do all your private lessons or something, right? Or to like mm -hmm. move some of your private lessons to more uh, philosophical videos or something like that, right? right. Um, I mean, given that we currently get, I think we currently get between $2 and $2.50 per sub. Um, and maybe if one day we're partners, we'll get between $2.50 and 3 I think it improves the percentage a tiny bit somewhere down the line. I don't know. Um, you probably need to get up in the thousands <laughs> eventually for that to be the only thing you do. Subs. You know, it might not be that much because... But um, we get more from Patreon than from Twitch, right? So Yeah, like in addition to Twitch, we also have Patreon. And like at some point, YouTube ad revenue will actually start to pile up. Yeah. So um, I think as everything grows, it kind of grows hand in hand. 
Um, there's obviously like bits and donations that kind of increase with, with more subs as well. What do we need for Twitch partner? I think we basically just need like 75 average viewers for like a month. Um, Don't we have that already? It feels like we're crushing um, that number. That's mostly just the chess.com views. Yeah, chess.com embed. I mean, it's gotten a lot Arsenal. better. Like this show actually, I feel like is, is pretty decent. But um, I think we have some ways to go. Huh, okay. It's so we it's kind of hard to measure then because we do get those but like the embed and then it's like a couple thousand. yeah now we don't even know when we should apply for partner again because <laughs> it's like <laughs> it says like 1700 people watching and you're like is that more than 75 or less than 75 <laughs> um steve brings up a good point we can definitely think more about incentives for tier two and tier three subs which are a little bit more expensive some people are really cool and they just sub at tier three which is like a 25 dollars sub and i don't think they really get any additional benefits from doing that they just want to support the channel which is super cool um but yeah, that is definitely something we can add just having some specific benefits for uh, the different tiers and also we have different tiers of the Patreon users as well. And we haven't, well, that's something I think actually for sure we need to work on that more. Like the different tiers being like, we'll look at your games or we'll play, you know, we'll play the sensei or whatever that kind of thing is. Um, yeah, in the same way we have, that, that has to be somehow correlated with the Twitch tiers, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's good that we're getting more from patreon and from twitch because of that percentage right like costa you're saying we get about 85 percent from patreon whereas we get about 45 percent from twitch so. right yeah twitch subs are not best but i mean yeah. um yeah actually francis is a good question right if you were gonna spend five dollars and you have to choose between patreon and twitch then patreon would definitely be right. um better also on Patreon, you get access to like all my old like articles and videos that I did because I used to, that just used to be my regular Patreon page, which had like maybe actually a decent amount, fifty or sixty subscribers um, when we converted it to the dojo. Um, and so you get access to all my old like opening lab videos and, and articles and stuff. Um, but donations are kind of going to be the most direct. That's like as close to one hundred percent as possible. Yeah. Yeah, so actually donations are better. So in terms of like the sub count, we're almost better off if people do donations and Patreon and things like that, right? Than than subs. Mm -hmm. I mean, one thing that the only thing that I ever encourage is once a month I like tell people like, "Hey, if you've got Amazon Prime, you can sub for us for free." There instead of giving 250 to Amazon, you're taking 250 from Amazon is my understanding. So Right, something like that. Yeah, so that's that's an opportunity that no one should pass up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think um, for now I'm more focused on growing followers than on like the money part. Right? I think I think we don't have enough followers for it to be self-sustaining yet. So instead of like you know begging the people here for money, it's better to like grow the audience to a huge number where people can just give one or two dollars and it ends up being enough. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, we just got to, I mean, do what we, like, yeah, we were never in this for the money. <laughs> we just got to do what we want to do. Like, for me, it would be a dream to just be able to, like, do chess, train chess every day, stream chess, and then, like, rent is covered, you know, food is covered. Like, that would just be, that would be an awesome lifestyle. I was always in it for the lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
good to know. Eh. That's good to know. Yeah. Who doesn't like waking up whenever they want? <laughs> I mean, one oh, of the things man, that's yeah. really weird is like so many people, well, at least a couple people that we know are crushing it with like their, their growth has exploded. Like someone, I did this uh, mate with two nights thing. And then I think Costa posted, I just saw it now that Eric Rosen referenced it or maybe, or maybe Dor said that actually. Anyways, Eric Rosen's got 285,000 YouTube subscribers. You, oh my God. Anyways, <laughs> like it's a, at some point the guy exploded and uh, also on Twitch, he's got a gazillion viewers. So you know, obviously that's like a pie in the sky with 285, but it, it feels like that we're doing just as well as a lot of these other people. They, they've obviously they've just been in the game longer, too. Yeah, you know? yeah Eric has been super consistent for a yeah. while. I remember doing videos with him uh, like three years ago mm -hmm. when I think his channel was maybe around 5,000 subs. And even back then, he was hardcore. Like, I got to post a video every day. It's got to have uh -huh. a really good... So he's successful now, but I mean, it's been like years of like daily streaming videos, thumbnails. Um, he also just has that photographer's eye, which is unfair. Uh -huh. He just yeah. designs things really well. He does, yeah. Um, but yeah, Levy has been super impressive this year. Levy's just been... Well, right, that guy <laughs> that totally exploded. Yeah, because yeah, totally he hasn't exploded. been doing it for that long. He's been streaming for a while, but not not YouTube, of course. Yeah. Um, but we've benefited uh, quite a bit because I think a lot of viewers uh, watch their videos and then dojo <laughs> videos get recommended <laughs> to mm. them. So I'm sure we have a lot of um, viewers overflowing. Yeah. Cool. Okay, cool. What do you All think? Right. That's a that's a wrap for Dojo Talks Dojo, huh? That's a wrap. Yeah, All I'm right, pop. guys. I want to make some content. <laughs> Coasty and Jesse are going to go make content. I'm going to go make dinner. We'll see you guys tomorrow, hopefully, for a viewer tournament. If not, I will stream as soon as the kids go to bed. <laughs> cool. Let's raid someone. All right, let's raid somebody. Where you guys want to go? Actually, Mitch is in charge of that. I think Mitch won the raid, the raid thing. Let me go. Let me go check real quick. Somebody won guide the raid all week at oh, our wow, at our tournament. Big. Yeah. Um. So check this out. Rapid prizes. Um. Dude, we got some big names right now. Big choice. Hikaru is raid control. John Bartholomew and fourth Jolava. place in the tournament is Mitch Fabian. So, Mitch, where are we going? Where are we going, Mitch? Oh, man. David, you handed over control of the dojo in this tournament, man. <laughs> he sold our soul. <laughs> I've given everything away, Jesse. <laughs> you actually have to do a cooking show for half an hour one day. Oh, That's one God. of the things. I've already did the push-ups today. I know, but they want to see what you have to cook. So I was fun, actually. I always wanted to do something with uh, Todd, actually. Strong chest. I feel like he'd mm. be down for a show like that. Like a blitz match and then... Winner has to do some push-ups or something. <laughs> All right, Mitch, where should we go? We we owe John Bartholomew some raids. You want James Blunder. Excellent. All right. Going to Joe Bava. Here we go. Joe Bava. Blitz and music. 